Hello everyone, welcome to Kick It With Kira. I'm your host, Kira Russell. Today is the first episode of a brand new podcast talking about health and wellness. So I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an introduction. This will be a little different than the episodes I have planned coming up, but I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of background about myself and about my ideas for the show. And then we're going to get into a special interview with my friend, Matt Scaletti, who's going to tell us a little bit about his uh, health and wellness journey and kind of what he does still to challenge himself and the goals that he has. So just to start off a little bit about me, I'm a second year medical student at the University of Pittsburgh. I'm also a fitness instructor at a boxing gym in Pittsburgh called Level Red Boxing. And I'm just starting this show because I wanted to talk about some of the things that are a little bit difficult to navigate in the health and fitness world, um, health and wellness world. So some of the things that people really want to know information on, but it can be hard sometimes with all the information overload that's available, um, sifting through what's actually reliable and finding credible sources, and even just navigating literature that might be too scientific for the layman's person to understand. So um, one of the reasons I think that I will be able to provide some really good information for you guys and why I'm really excited about this podcast is that I have a lot of experience in research um, and reading scientific literature. So that's been a big part of my education and uh, kind of my journey to where I'm at in my medical career at this point. So I'd like to be able to take that skill and sift through the scientific literature that does exist to be able to provide more digestible information for you guys. So I'm really excited because I think it'll be a good learning experience for me where I'll get to learn about topics that I'm really interested in. Um, But more importantly, I think it'll be a really cool way for me to be able to share information with you guys and uh, find, find sources to look more into what interests you in health and fitness and answer some of the questions you might have or you might not realize that you had, but uh, will hopefully be helpful to you in your health and wellness journey. So I think that's a pretty solid introduction for myself and for the show, at least for today. Um, Now that you know a little bit about me and what I hope to bring you guys through this podcast, I want to get started with our interview with Matt. All right, everyone, I'm here with Matt Scaletti today, our special guest speaker, and he's just going to tell us a little bit about himself and uh, what he does in the health and fitness world. So Matt, go ahead. Thanks for having me on, Kira. So, health and fitness world, my story, I guess, starts in high school. I was a basketball player for four years. I felt like I was a good athlete at the time until I went to college at University of Richmond, tried to walk on to the basketball team and realized at five foot nine and not that quick, (laughs) my career in hoops was over. So, I think looking back at it, what happened was I started getting into partying in college after I had no exercise outlet because basketball was always my love and now that I didn't play basketball it's like well I gotta fill my time somehow and partying seemed to be the way to go as far as what I knew from college so four years of partying that I gained like 25 pounds in college freshman 15 and then some and then some. probably more like 30 and then graduated and I told myself all right I need to get back into shape like I'm in the real world now I'm not a college student and I just couldn't get myself out of that downward cycle of drinking so it wasn't till six years after I graduated college I was at I was like 55 pounds overweight at this point it's like 
I need to make a change because my life is going in a very bad direction. Drinking way too much, eating horribly. And it was just sort of one of those moments, it was 2011 where I woke up on my, on my floor of my living room in the south side because I was hung over again. And I'm, I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I'm embarrassed at the person that's looking back and it's time to make a shift. So I exchanged out my love for partying and drinking for a love of health and fitness. And we can go into any of those areas that you want as far as the fitness side goes. But the first thing I love, I don't know if I told you if you know this, the first thing I got into after I started losing weight and changing my lifestyle is physique, like bodybuilding competitions. So I never wanted to wear the Speedo because I thought that was, it just didn't, it wasn't my style. So I was, that's why I chose physique because I could wear board shorts. I didn't have to wear a Speedo. So I got into, I met a guy at my gym in Southside who said, you should compete. And I was like, what is that mean compete so I had just lost all this weight I started to sober out started eating healthy he noticed me and basically coached me into competing his name's Ali so I fell in love with the, the bodybuilding world and I think I fell in love more with the fact that I was a healthy weight like I felt really good for the first time in really like eight or ten years I was probably 20 26 27 at the time so that started my journey into the health and fitness space. Nice, that's really interesting and definitely some of that I did not know, but one of the things that really stuck out to me when you were just saying that is that turning point that you kind of had where you knew in some way or another that you were going in a negative direction, but it took really reaching that point where you're able to look at yourself and decide to make that change. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that a lot of people finding that activation energy to make the switch from you know, the life that they're living to the life they want to live. Um, just if you could talk a little bit more about that, I guess, like how your attitude yeah. shifted and how you're able to build that motivation from that experience. Yeah, that's a really good question. So this is how I did it. And I, I guess I found out years later, this is a process some people use. So I looked myself in the face in the mirror and I'm like, I don't like the person looking back. So what I did was, and again, I didn't know I was doing this at the time, but I projected out So let's say I was 27, I projected out, okay, what if I keep on this lifestyle for five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years? I literally had myself dead in 20 years just because my body probably couldn't hold up to that much alcohol consumption. And even five, 10 years, I'm thinking, do I really wanna feel this horrible five years from now? And then look back and go, now I destroyed 15 years of my life. Like, so I use that as a trigger to motivate me to never wanna feel that way again and basically stop living with regret. Like I had some regret over the last six years. I'm in my early to mid 20s and basically achieved nothing in that span of time. So yeah, I I used the projecting out idea to help me change in that moment and just realize I didn't wanna be that person 10 plus years down the road. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people when they're kind of starting their fitness journeys, you have to be able to really hold on to that feeling of where you want to go and why you want to get there. So it's definitely different starting points, but I think that's really interesting. Another thing you said that I kind of wanted to hear a little bit more about is that the bodybuilding and physique and everything, obviously for some people um, aspiring in the health and fitness world may not be going to that level of ambition of competing for, for, you know, um, for physique, but saying that like you just felt good. And I guess if you could just talk a little bit more about that, because I think that that's one of the things that 
keeps me really invested in my fitness and in my health is that it is a really rewarding experience just for me, even though I'm not necessarily competing or even playing competitive sports anymore. Um, but just that like feel good feeling that you were talking about. Yeah, this is, I think this is the, one of the coolest things about it is, yeah, it's like this high for those listening. If you work out or don't work out, you get this feeling. I'm, I'm a morning person, so I get up and as soon as the workout, I normally feel good during it, but then afterwards, you just, you're on this high or I'm on this high. And it, it almost feels like whatever happens later that day, I'm ready because I just did something difficult at five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. So yeah, I, I think I've never been a, and I know people differ on this, I've never been a step on the scale type person. So even when I started losing all that weight, I never really weighed myself. It was just, it was the feeling. It was like, okay, I feel a lot better this week than I felt last week. Why is that? Well, I didn't drink, like I got up at a normal time, I slept good. And it's, it for me, that's what it, it still is that. It's that feeling of how good am I gonna feel after this workout is over and that's, that's hopefully a feeling I'll be chasing for a long time because it feels as good now as it did five, 10 years ago. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's something that I definitely want to talk about in future episodes, but just kind of getting that challenge out of the way at the beginning of your day, you feel accomplished before you've even really started. Yeah. So when we walk out of the gym at 7am and it's like, okay, you just kicked a 60 minute workout and now you can go and tackle the rest of your day. But even if nothing else goes right, you still got a good 60 yeah. minute workout in and you feel accomplished to some degree. Um, so true, I yeah. agree. But beyond that a little bit, like what other motivators would you say that you have aside from that kind of just intrinsic feeling of reward or are there any other big motivators that keep you going to challenge yourself? Yeah, so I'm, I look for inspiration and motivation a lot and I don't know if that's just how I've trained my brain, but I, somebody just, we were just talking about this a couple weeks ago. I am still motivated by the alcoholic version of me. So I, I still use that. I think about it every time I work out. Like I think about who I used to be and I, I think it's like a sense of pride of how far I've come and I think about okay, what did the alcoholic me do? Well, he would have slept in, he would have not come yep. to the gym, like he would have done nothing productive. So I, as motivation, I think about that person, I get up and I'm like, okay, I wanna be the opposite. I'm jumping out of bed, boom, like let's start the day. Yeah. Let's get dancing at 5 a.m. <laughs> versus laying there hitting the snooze button. Yeah. So I definitely use the sort of former version of myself as motivation to keep me going forward. and. I, I like to flip setbacks into fuel. So one of the things I was just talking about last week is your your comeback is more powerful than your setback, or I believe in that. Yeah. So the alcoholic part, like going through an Achilles tear, going through a divorce, going through these setbacks that I've had, just fuel me to want to keep moving in the right direction in other areas. So yeah. that's that's my motivation on a daily basis and then I'm a big goal setter too so that helps like pull me forward as well yeah that's awesome I guess kind of on the flip side of that then like you're talking about these setbacks and the comebacks but what have some of the biggest challenges been in this fitness journey of yours either recent or early on yeah that's a really good question I think early on and for those that are just starting their journey I, not that this is advice but this is what I went through 
early on, I wanted change to happen quickly. So yeah. I, so what I did was I actually heard this guy speak, who, and I'm still friends with him, and he was like 55 at the time, like just looked built, muscular, lean, and I'm like, wow, he's 55 and he looks that good. Like I, I can do this because I was whatever 27, 26 at the time. So, uh, so I'm trying to think why I was telling you that story. What were you asking me before that? Your your biggest challenges early on. Oh, biggest. Oh yeah. So changing quickly. So yeah. he. So this guy. I talked to him after he's done speaking, and we're chatting, and he says, "Okay, if you do this, this, and this, like, you know, you're gonna see a lot of muscle gain and weight loss and all." And so I went to the store and bought like all the healthy things <laughs> all at once. Threw out all the unhealthy stuff, and I was trying to change too many things at one time. So. I did that for like two weeks and then I got overwhelmed because everything changed so yeah. quick and I went back to the way I was. So I think one of the challenges I saw, and hopefully this will be helpful to anyone listening, is to just move a little bit slower and just take one step at a time versus wanting it all to happen, boom, like in yeah. a month. Yeah. So, I mean, you see the, whatever, some of these ads where you lose 30 pounds in 30 days or and yeah. it's just, it frustrates me because it's to me it's a lifestyle that needs to happen from now until forever yeah. until you're no longer here i think that is a really interesting concept and definitely something i'm going to talk about in future episodes but just developing sustainable goals as opposed to i think it, it can be really challenging right because you're talking about you had this moment of clarity where you want to change your whole life and you really want to go and meet this goal so you feel super motivated and you're willing to like go all in on it and then you do it for two weeks and you're super committed but <laughs> you're not really seeing any change because realistically it's been 14 days but right. because it's such a dramatic change from how you've been living your life it feels like it was unsubstantial mm -hmm. um but yeah i think developing kind of those slow changes and just building healthier habits as opposed to completely uprooting and expecting <laughs> you know that picture perfect reflection to stare back at you or yeah. whatever whatever your goal might be so i think that's really helpful honestly yeah i agree yeah the habits slow changes and changing the habits is that's a big deal over time yeah, yeah. for sure um i guess then one of the last things i want to ask you is just what goals do you have for yourself right now and how are you sticking to those now that you've been in this for a while and have probably developed a lot of these habits and established them at this point. Um, what what do you have on the horizon? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, so I I am a believer in the person at the top of the mountain is never as hungry as the person climbing the mountain. So I always want to be looking for the next mountain. So I've been blessed to have some success in ultra running and and different events that I've done over the years and. At this stage, ultra running, which basically just means anything over a marathon distance-wise, has become a passion of mine. So I just finished... You're uh, on your own on that one. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you, but keep going. Maybe get Kira to run an ultra marathon <laughs> at some point. And we'll do it. In a year from now, we'll do the podcast. It'll be you running your 100-mile ultra marathon. Oh, It's going to be exciting. Oh. We're putting it out there in the world. You're putting it out there in the world. Now, now the world. I'm going to be held accountable. We're recording. <laughs> yes. I like it. <laughs> uh, no, so I'm getting into this ultra running space. And so I ran a 100-mile ultra September 3rd and 4th and it's like I've kind of had my eyes on this 200 mile ultra marathon because it just sounds ridiculous so, it does I will be so honest that's it does the, sound ridiculous that's the that's the challenge right now is can I get myself 
ready. It's all, it's in like a month and a half from when this will be coming out. So we'll see uh, how the body responds. It's in Nebraska, which I've never been to Nebraska. I don't know anything about Nebraska. I can't imagine it's warm in November. No, it's not going to be warm. They, okay. they, they force you to bring all this different attire so you don't die out in the middle of the trail oh apparently gosh. from freezing yeah but that's the goal that's that's the next i do think it's huge to always have something yeah whether it's one month one year down the road like that just helps pull me towards something versus yeah. just you know not really i i need something to focus on and aim for maybe i'm different but that helps me out a lot. Maybe I'm different. I'm very, no. maybe I'm odd. I am odd. No, I mean, but there. that's good. It's good to be different. I mean, I think even before we started recording this episode, we talked a lot about just having long-term goals and the steps you take to get to that point may differ based on what your original plan was, but ultimately reaching that long-term goal kind of by the time you want to do it is, I think, what keeps me going in a lot of my goals and aspirations. And it sounds like that's pretty similar for you. Yeah, I do. We were talking about that before and that's, Kira has a lot of big goals for everybody that's listening. <laughs> Massive goals, and it's pretty it's pretty inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, last thing I did want you to touch on, I know that you have your own podcast, Living the Dream. Um, if you could just tell my listeners a little bit about what your podcast is and what got you started on that, and then I'll let you go. I got it, and I, I'm going to put this out in the universe, too. You got to be on my podcast, okay. too. We got to get Kira on the Living the Dream podcast. Okay. So... Living the Dream podcast is personal growth, health, and wellness, I would say. Those are the main topics that I touch on. And I actually wanted to start a podcast probably four or five years ago. Just didn't reach out to enough people to make it happen. Met somebody who said she could edit the podcast. We've been friends ever since. And the podcast is, I think it's going on four years now. So I have a guest on twice a month. And then it's just me speaking twice a month. So we put out every Tuesday morning, Living the Dream Podcast, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, make sure you go and take a listen to Matt's podcast um, and then be on the lookout for things that we have coming up next. I appreciate you coming on today, Matt. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, this was awesome. Of course. That was fun. All right, guys. Well, that's all I have for you today on the first episode of the new podcast on health and wellness. So thank you for listening. Make sure that you guys share, like, subscribe Matt's podcast, the living the dream that we mentioned. And please make sure that you like and subscribe to this podcast, Kick It With Kira, so that you'll hear uh, the next episode that comes out. That'll be in two weeks and we'll be talking about setting goals. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a kick-ass week and I'll catch you next time on Kick It With Kira.